Welcome to the Addiction Connection podcast, connecting the hope of the gospel with the heart of addiction. I'm your host, Mark Shaw, and I have three guests on this podcast. I've got, we'll start with the ladies first, Shirley Crowder. Wave at everybody, Shirley, so they know you. There you are. Pam Anderson. Wave, there's Pam. And Tim Brown. There he is. One with the glasses. Oh, well, oh, you're all wearing glasses. Wait a <laughs> well, I don't, I'm not really attention to detail sometimes. But, uh, I, I can see his, I didn't even notice yours, Shirley. So many other, but Mark, you're so good at so many other things. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, you don't want to be good at everything. And I'm, no. <laughs> I'm probably good at one or two things. And I'm, and I'm getting better at pickleball, just there so everybody go. knows. It's amazing, Tim, how much pickleball enters into natural counseling conversations, just <laughs> naturally, normally. I yeah, mean, for man. me, it's it's quite amazing to me how it just, <laughs> I have all kinds of illustrations. Well, it's like on the pickleball court yesterday, you know, and I go into it and it illustrates a biblical, I mean, it's amazing. Hmm. Like you believe you really, that? You really dropped the ball on that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, well, these three help serve in the leadership team of the Addiction Connection. We just finished the summit uh, on August 5th. We had it August 3rd, 4th, and 5th in Cincinnati, Ohio, and it was our seventh annual event. And I thought the other day, I thought, we've never really had a summit wrap-up. And I thought, what better than to ask three of our leadership team and three dear friends, let's just talk about some of the things that went well and, and uh glorified God during that summit. And so at, before we do that, let me start with scripture. 1 Corinthians 15, verse 58 says this, Therefore, my beloved brothers, be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that in the Lord your labor is not in vain. Mm. That's an encouraging verse. That's Pam's life verse, she said. And Pam, I'll throw it to you. What What is it about that verse that encourages your heart? I think um, being steadfast, immovable, always abounding. In other words, um, we all have a ups and downs. We all have things in our lives that keep us, um, you know, humble and so forth. But um, we, we've got to keep Christ the main focus mm-hmm. and keep him the center so that all these circumstances and all these trials and temptations don't cause us to keep our eyes, get our eyes off the Lord. In other words, we're to constantly be doing the Lord's work, no matter what the circumstances are, keeping our eyes on him. Amen. And And not giving up or being discouraged. What would you add to that, Shirley? Hmm. I was just thinking in the midst of all the different things going on, just in my own ministry areas, and I know for all of you, and then personally, that you know there really are times that we just want to throw our hands up and go, "Really, God? I mean, come on, you know." But um, what we've got to do is just be steadfast, and the way we do that is to keep our eyes on Him mm-hmm. and have like brothers and sisters it. around us that will remind us of those things. That immovable, you know, mm-hmm. to be, that's what I love about the addiction connection 
and and you know you guys is we are immovable in what we believe we want to be kind and gracious and loving Mm -hmm. but we want to be rock solid on what the bible tells us about addiction issues and really about heart issues and uh and i love that about us tim brown is immovable he's been doing this a long time and you've not moved off the message tim of the gospel as the hope for addiction i mean you were one of the first persons i ever heard say that addiction was a sinful heart issue and a and a thing that could be corrected that way rather than a lifelong disease illness that needed medical care and you were one of the first people that I ever heard say that. And so I appreciate your immovability on that. I think I made that word up, but you being <laughs> immovable on that is, has been a blessing. So I'll throw it over to you, Tim. Well, yeah, I think uh, as has already really been said, just talking about that verse, you know, the reason even when, um, you know, we start to doubt, you know, oh, what's the use? This guy's back using again or or, uh, you know, just the, you know, the the discouragement that can come into our lives. But at the end of the verse is knowing that your toil is not in vain in the Lord. Mm-hmm. That's right. the key, right? It's in yes. the Lord. And mm-hmm. I think that that to me, that's one of the beauties of the summit is when we get together once a year and got people from all over, even a, a brother from Mexico this year. Um, mm-hmm. Last year, we had some guys from Africa here. But, um, you know, that to to see that that um i mean we see some of the fruit of addiction counseling ministry as the lord changes people's hearts and then they start to come to the summit you know several programs bring their men there and you know we get to see guys that are you know being ministered to right now um you know with the message of the hope of the gospel for the heart of addiction rather than all the rigmarole that the world has to offer you know and that to me is the beauty of, of well, one of them, uh, you know, of the summit is is the camaraderie of of the brother and sisterhood, if you will, you know. And then this year with our emphasis on the church, and we know that the Lord is never going to fail His church. You know, right. we're not out on a on a wing somewhere doing this ministry where the the um, the addiction connection is rooted in and through the local church, which is what Christ came and died for, right? And so we know that even when we might get discouraged, we know that we're doing this, we can be steadfast, we can be immovable because we're abounding in the work of Christ on, you know, what he's done for us and for uh, lost sinners that are just hung up in this, in this sin. Yeah, and you know, Shirley mentioned it at the summit that, you know, one of the reasons for this ministry is so that people doing this difficult work with a with a difficult message, the gospel's difficult, it's not mm-hmm. difficult to understand, but it is an offensive uh, message to most people because it tells people, you know, you're a sinner, you're, you're flawed, yeah. and you can't save yourself, you can't rescue yourself, you can't fix mm-hmm. it. Only Christ can fix it uh, in you, and only Christ can save you, and and so uh, Shirley said, you know, we're doing this ministry so that people don't feel alone, that they have a network and they're connected. And I think the summit is the one place every year that I just feel, wow, these are all-star people like you guys, but 150 plus people who are all-star servants in my mind, lay down their lives, 
helping the addicted, helping family members in difficult situations, sometimes in death and in grieving and mourning and helping people through that, lamenting uh, their loss. And then uh, also in um, the the struggles of a stubborn heart that just keeps doing sinful things. And these are people laying down their lives, helping those situations, those people. And of course, they're seeing success too, which is right. great. We're celebrating that next year. The Joy of Transformation will be our theme for next year's summit. But I love that this is a ministry where we are together. And somebody said, you know, this, this conference, they call it a conference, we call it a summit. This event is one where they feel like it's family more mm-hmm. than at other events where they feel like it's a conference. Right. This feels like a family. And I love that about our ministry. Yeah, I, I agree wholeheartedly with that. That's in that. And it even, you know, you got the large picture when we're all worshiping together, or we're hearing a speaker together. And then the the beauty of the, you know, the small groups as well. You know, I was blessed this year to be in Dan Gavin's group. And, you know, he's a new member on our board, but, you know, been uh, involved in in addiction ministry for a long, 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 long time. And, you know, his wisdom and we had had uh, guys, Dan and I are about the same age. So you had us old guys and we had young guys and, <laughs> you know, in between guys. And, and uh, that's the beauty of it, you know, is that we all have the one goal in con- or not the one goal, the one thing that, you know, is the Lord has transformed us and we can share, uh, you know, in that manner. So that I, I agree. It's, um, it's like a family, you know, I mean, you feel that the minute you walk in, you know, when you walk in and go over and, and Shirley and the, the other ladies are at the table and you're getting your notebook and, you know, and your name tag. And it's, it's, it's just a, a great, uh, um, experience really, you know, and I've never, um, talked talk to anybody that's been that, you know, has, I've ne- I haven't heard a negative word about any of them. And I've, I've been at all seven of them and, you know, there's, it's always just a positive, positive experience for everybody. And, and not that we base our lives and ministries on experience, but, you know, it, um, it, it's just a, a, you know, the whole thing, the worship that we have and, um, we, we've done something similar to what we did this year in the past, but I think there was a special element of it this year that made it really neat. The, the new venue, um, right. was like, uh, the sound was so good, you know, and mm-hmm. just to think, you know, together as brothers and sisters and, mm-hmm. and you know, honestly, you know, you see different forms of worship too, you know, mm-hmm. um, as different, uh, brothers and sisters from, different denominations can come together and, and uh, worship together like that. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. great. I know music's a big deal to you, Shirley. And I thought uh, we had three times where we sang. Right. And now, I was, I was thinking, um, well, my mind always goes to music, but where you were reading the first Corinthians about being unmovable, my mind went to the old hymn that I think I, y'all would know, but we shall not be moved. Do y'all know that one? We shall not be, we shall not be moved. Just like a tree planted by the water. Okay. We shall not be, we shall not be moved. He was kidding. <laughs> they said, just like a tree planted by the waters, which is talking about 
referencing that Psalm 1 3. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it's that connection with the Spirit, with the water, with um, the Holy Spirit that gives us that, that ability to be unmovable, that gives us the faith that we need to hang on. That I tell you, there were lots of highlights for me, but the very beginning, the very first session, Mm -hmm. uh, Brad Bigney, who was our uh, our, our kickoff speaker, Mm -hmm. um, he led us all a cappella singing It Is Well With My Soul. And it, it was just glorious. Um, and somewhere, Mark Edward, uh, who's our producer and AV guru, will, um, if you haven't seen the video that has some of that singing, um, it just, it's just glorious. It was a wonderful way to begin thinking about Christ in his church and addiction. Because regardless of what Everyone was dealing with, and and I heard all sorts of things. I knew the stories of things that had been going on in people's ministries and in their personal lives when they stepped in for that session. And, And to look around and see those same people that you knew were struggling so, singing, it is well, because of whom our trust is placed. And, and um, I, that was just, and it just went upward from there. It was just, it was a glorious time for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Brad will kick it off next year. And it, yeah. what was difficult this year, Tim alluded to it, we had the last year's summit in November. We moved mm-hmm. the date up a little bit to August. So we had a quicker turnaround Plus the additional challenge of a brand new facility mm-hmm. made it, you know, we didn't know where the the brooms and dustpans and AV and all that. So, you know, I'm being silly with that, I guess, but we didn't know where stuff was, and, you know, how to even organize registration and all that. But I thought, man, it went very smoothly in so yes. many ways. You know, you only notice problem like the sound booth i always think about like on sunday morning you only notice the sound booth if there's like a mic that pops or something sounds like an explosion or right you know and then everybody turns and looks at the sound guy you know he only gets noticed when he does one thing wrong he does 99 things right but Mm -hmm. um we we had so many things go well that we don't notice and don't comment on and i just thought man a lot of that's you and Stephanie and your team pulling all that together and the details of that, Shirley. So thank you for doing that, um, especially with new venue, new date where we moved it up next year. It'll be August 1st, 2nd and 3rd, 2024. And so uh, we have Brad kicking it off again, and I'm sure he'll want to sing. You'll probably want to sing the same song, which is fine with me. And um, he loves that. I mean, he was a worship pastor. Now he's a lead pastor at, at Grace Fellowship Church in Florence, Kentucky. And so we'll uh, we'll have him kick it off next year. And our theme next year is the joy of transformation. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to, to unpack right. the, the fruit of the spirit of joy mm-hmm. and then transformation. I want Tim Brown to teach 
He doesn't know it yet, but he can't say no on a podcast. He has to say yes. He's locked in. Lord Lord willing. (laughs) Man, Tim, you just can't. You know, I think I have check on Tim, but then he gets out of it and it's not checkmate. I can't get him. You know? (laughs) the <laughs> lord willing he got me i mean that's checkmate he got checkmated me exactly but, but yeah so the the summit this year we had brad kick it off and i thought thursday night was great because because we were in a new venue we kept everybody together normally on thursday night we try to break it up and have people go to discussion groups but i thought man it's just going to be too hard to do that in a new venue this year so we had Brad kick it off. Great message. And then we had Pastor Chris and Jay, Mm -hmm. uh, an elder at his church, talk about what Pod is doing in the prison and how effective Mm -hmm. that ministry is. And it was exciting to hear that. And that really bolstered because they're local church people and they're trying to build a church in that Mm -hmm. in that prison. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I I knew a little bit of that story. So I was so excited. I wasn't I was trying to hold my my tongue from telling people, oh, you're not going to believe what you're going to hear this next time. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Well, it I is know. exciting. And then that that fed in so well. I mean, the whole night with Brad starting off talking about, um, you know, having passion for Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember his exact title, but in my mind, it was in the midst of the struggle. Um, mm-hmm. So that tells you where I was, I guess. Huh? But it was uh, something about sin. I can't remember exactly. But, um, you know, from that to hearing these these leaders in the church talk about how the church is being the church, doing what the church is supposed to do in terms mm-hmm. of, of spreading the gospel and disciple making. And then um, we got to see uh, a documentary film called The Heart of Addiction um, that just really laid out um, what what Christ does and what the heart of the ministry is, um, the heart of our ministry and Mark's Mm -hmm. ministry and his books. And so uh, if you haven't seen that, we've got a link to that somewhere, or we'll have um, a link to that so you can look at that. it's really, uh, it was just encouraging. Everyone left that night just almost with a <sighs> sigh of, okay, now let's go on. We've been ministered to. We've been encouraged. Um, and now let's go on and be better equipped. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the movie premiere, you know, the documentary, a lot of people think, have asked me like, did you make that movie? Did you, I think my son could, could do that kind of work. I mean, you know, these guys did a great job, but they approached me and Mm -hmm. wanted to do it. And I felt like they really captured my, my heart for this ministry, the addiction connection and addiction ministry in general. And so that was really a blessing to be able to premiere Mm -hmm. that. The only thing we were missing was popcorn. You know, (laughs) if we'd had popcorn, it'd have been, you know, Extra butter for me, by the way. But uh, yeah, <laughs> no, it was good. You know, and, and Brad's, I looked up Brad's, the name of his message was Passion for Christ in Your Fight Against Sin. Okay. 
And, yeah. and, you know, I've, I've used that. We, that's been kind of a theme at our church. You know, I work for Brad. I'm the director of counseling at Grace Fellowship Church. So he's our lead pastor. I'm the director of counseling. And so we've really been emphasizing to our counselors, help people to run to Jesus and not run to some tool like mm-hmm. a, addiction or, you know, pornography or g- gambling, whatever the, the tool might be, the pleasure might be. They're running to this tool of idolatry. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, Isaiah 44, 12 is the verse to read. Isaiah chapter 44, verse 12. You can read that on your own and you'll understand what I mean by tool, cutting tool. But having people run to Jesus, and that's what you do in biblical counseling. That's what you do in addiction counseling. And it doesn't matter what tool it is or whatever. They're not running to Jesus. And that's epidemic in our world culture today. They're looking for some other refuge, some yes. other substitute than the Lord Jesus Christ. And we're calling them back to say, hey, this addiction thing isn't medical. It isn't a physical thing. It's a heart desire problem, a worship mm-hmm. disorder. And mm-hmm. we want you to run to Jesus. And so I thought, Brad and the church message about what that what's going on in that prison. And right. then the movie, I thought, just kind of captured local mm-hmm. church is what is what right. we want to do. And, you know, you guys, we, we wanted to be positive about the local church. I think the local church gets a bad rap, and, and some churches rightly so. But a lot of churches, the ones we're all involved in on this podcast, we know our churches are are actually trying to help in the area of addiction and do that. I know, Tim, your, your church is big on biblical counseling and trying to help people, and you've been doing it for years. And so we wanted to accentuate the positive aspect and side of ministry in the local church. Right. Yeah. One, one of the discussions I had with the, someone prior to the summit uh, about what was going on in their town and in churches in their town, and um, I, I asked the question, I said, well, so aside from sin, <laughs> what do you think's really going on? And um, this person said, you know what? We've forgotten the church is Christ's bride. Mm-hmm. And if we were to remember that, mm-hmm. then he said that would be like a plumb line, like pulling everything, straightening everything right up where it should be. And I thought, wow, that's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. And I always tell people the only thing wrong with my church is they let me in as a member. <laughs> well, and, and churches aren't perfect because there's people in there, like you said, you know, I'm in my church, so it immediately gets disqualified as a perfect church at that point. But it's it's what Tim said. I mean, I mean, Jesus came, I mean, he laid down his life for the yes. body, his own body, the local church. And <laughs> And I, I I love that. I mean, Tim captured that in the very beginning. And so that's what we were trying to emphasize in this year's summit. Now, the videos. So then we did workshops the next day and we had discussion groups like Tim mentioned, where the discussion groups were great. The f- new facility gave us 18 discussion group rooms. Yeah. And there were a few more that we could have used, really to try to make it a lot more of an intimate experience where you have four or five people in a discussion group rather than 20 people or 15 
Uh, in years past, we've had to have bigger rooms and it hasn't been as intimate. So I love the way this was uh, structured and, and people were loving the discussion group yes. time because they had time to talk with three, four, five, maybe six at the most mm -hmm. other people and right. keeping it small is just really key for, for what we're trying to do mm -hmm. in those rooms. Now the videos, the workshops we recorded, we recorded as many as we could. We had eight workshops per breakout. So we had three breakout slots, eight workshops in each one of those. So 24 total workshops. I think we were able to video 12 of them and my job this week, my producers let me know, Dad, you need to watch the videos and we need to get them up. So we're going to try to get them up, uploaded and uh, ready. You know, I just watch through them to make sure, you know, they're, they're top quality, which he does a great job with that. But then that the, the mess, you know, I just listen for things that, you know, are important to me um, that if, you know, people misspeak or whatever that we, correct those kind of things but normally there aren't many edits at all so it's just kind of watching through those <clears throat> so i'll get to do that this week and relive mm -hmm. the summit but yeah. you guys who are watching you'll be able to access that as well and enjoy the summit now we don't live stream the summit because it's an event uh, like tim said it's a fellowship it's a time to meet with people and it's really special and so live streaming it to me I mean, I, I'm okay with that, but I I really prefer you you need to be here and experience it and be with brothers and sisters and not neglect the the gathering together. I mean, it's it's similar to that. I, mean, I know that's Hebrews ten twenty five talks about uh, not neglecting the the gathering, you know, together the worship of being a local church. I'm not equating what we do to that, but I'm saying it is important to be there in person and experience it. And so yes. we don't live stream it for that reason. Shirley, did you want to add to that at all? Well, one of the things that that I know happens every year, and I've I've heard from several whom it happened to this year, is that as they came in for sessions, whether they had come and a, you know were attending with people they knew or not, they'd sit back down by someone. And uh, one of the one lady called me the week after the summit and said, "You know how broken I was." Mm. And when we started singing, it is well with my soul. I could not sing because it wasn't well with my soul. Mm. And this lady that I did not know sat down on me. There was another lady on the other side, and they just held my hand and put their arm around me wow. and we went and got coffee afterwards mm. and they t prayed with me and they talked with me and they counseled me. Mm. You can't get that on live stream. Right. You can't get that on live stream. And that happens all through the summit. Yeah. You look around, you see people gathered, they're praying together, they're, you know, it just happens spontaneously. I right. love that, you know. It's in the middle of the ministry display area, there's yeah. a group. You know, at first I thought, go over there. I've got to go over there and tell them they're blocking <laughs> that ministry. And then yeah. I thought, look, they they were praying. 
Right. No. So no, I'm not going to stop them. I want them praying. Well, and that, that's, that's that, what I was referencing. Naturally. With yeah. Well, with Hebrews 10, 24 and 25, and let us consider how to stir up one another to love and good works, mm-hmm. not neglecting to meet together, as is the habit of some, but encouraging one another, and all the more as you see the day drawing near. Now, that's about the local church gathering, right. but I think it applies to what we're doing. We're mm-hmm. stirring one another up uh, in love and to, right. to do good works, to keep keep mm-hmm. going like that uh, the life verse we read in the beginning that Pam mentioned, yes. and we're and we're not neglecting to meet together. I mean, live stream is fine. Information's great. Right. But this is really about a spiritual experience where you're you're with other believers and you're experiencing the love of God, stirring one another up to, to good works. I mean, that's why if you watch preaching on TV on Sunday and you say you're going to church, you're probably really not going to church. Mm-hmm. You, you got to mix and be with people and love people and the spontaneous <laughs> prayers and the the mm-hmm. time and I, I just I, I love that Pam right. uh, you probably experienced a little bit of that good stuff uh, this last summit too uh, did you I was just thinking about sharing burdens which, which is what Shirley yeah. talked about because you do you meet people and you go in there you don't know them but you come out feeling like they're family because right. shared burdens and people, people really care. You don't see that in the world. Right. You know, right. and um, I think that that's what is shown so much at the summit is um, just they really care. This is not, this is genuine. And people, yeah. like you said, are broken. They've got things in their personal lives, in their ministries, and they can share that. And people really care. Like in my discussion group, um, we all wrote down our emails and all that so we could share with each other and stay in mm-hmm. touch and that kind of thing. And that's, it's family, like you said, right. you know, yeah. I really like the smaller discussion groups. Really yeah. like that this year. I do too. That aspect of the ministry is something that, you know, Mark has been very careful to build in from the very beginning. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. as, as we've developed and talked about what we do, that's for those who've gone through the process of being commissioned, you know, mm-hmm. that's part of that's part of that process mm-hmm. to have two other people walk through that disciple making process with you. And sometimes the two disciple makers are counseling whoever is going through the process. And sometimes we're counseling. It's counseling each other, one another, and we're sharing and getting mm-hmm. to know each other. And we have this, this family that we know surrounds us so that when we're in the midst of whatever's going on in our personal lives, in our ministries, in our churches, wherever we are, I can pick up the phone and say, Tim, help. <laughs> I can call Pam. I can call um, you know, Darcy out in Washington state or whoever. Well, uh, and, and my son know. would want me to say, you can use discord too, even though I'm learning how to use discord, but yes. that's, he's like, dad, that's the network. That's what young people are doing. And I'm like, well, I'm not young, but I'll try. And <laughs> I'm so trying to get there, but, that's but that's right. where people go, yeah. you know, you can get right on and ask somebody and, and, 
and Tim mentioned we had a young man from Mexico. He actually stayed on in town another week. Yeah. So I got to see him a few times in the week and uh, we actually played pickleball. See, it's amazing <laughs> how naturally pickleball comes into the conversation <laughs> if you just let it. I mean, it just naturally does. But mm -hmm. we played pickleball twice. He and I played put twice. Uh, um, he he thinks I have a problem, but you know we won't go there. <laughs> but we we um, we were able to spend some time together and really get to know him. And and I was encouraged by some of the ideas he has for maybe trying to do some Spanish ministry and some you know things down the road uh, yeah. in uh, in translation, but even conferences and all kinds of stuff. And um, and I was invited. While he was in town, OIC invited me to go and in, into Mexico and teach a workshop on addiction there. And that was, you know, uh, different than him. It was a different kind of thing. But the timing was just odd how God does that, right? I mean, not odd to, uh, to, to him, but to us, it's like, wow. I mean, God asked me to go to, you know, Mexico and here this Mexican brother is there in town and and I got to know him and spend some time with him, which is really important to me to know and trust people better. You know, I don't know him 100%. But we also had a brother here from Canada, yeah. Richard Byrne. And Richard uh, was able to teach a workshop. And I want to move to the workshop discussion now because we had 24 workshops. We were able to record about 12 of them. And so Richard taught a workshop, and I'm excited to to uh, listen to it. I wasn't able to attend live, but uh, what workshop, what was one of the workshops you were able to attend, uh, Tim, that, that blessed you during the summit this past year? Well, it'd be hard to pick one, I guess, that blessed me. Um, uh, there were two that, that blessed me that, um, in, in particular, one was the testimonial one, um, wow. where Two people shared their testimonies, and mm -hmm. that was that was really neat. And and so that one was a blessing in one sense, but the other one that was a blessing, kind of in a different way, was I can't remember the guy's name, the presenter, but he's a district attorney in Philadelphia. Yes, Jeff. And, uh, yeah, yeah, Jeff, and that was really interesting to um, see his uh, um, his heart for addicts when he's prosecuting addicts you know i mean that's his job right but right. you know and but just for him to uh the the statistical side of things like that was really interesting to me and the way he presented that you know and and then to see that the lord has uh has a christian uh that believes in biblical counseling in a position such as that is really a praise, you know, because right. that's, that's an elected position, right? And mm -hmm. I think right. 26 right. years, I think, you know, I mean, that's, that's pretty big time, but um, I wanted to say one other thing about the fellowship and the, um, the small groups and, and just the camaraderie there is that one of the things that's mind blowing to me about it is we've got, you know, I can think, I'm sure there's more, but just, I know for certain there's, there's like four PhDs that come to this every year that are just the most humble guys you would ever meet. And one lady and, and, you know, and they rub shoulders with the lowlies like me, you know, and, and they, they learn from us. We learn from them, you know, and just the diversity that the Lord has brought together with the addiction connection of, 
of people and and uh you know we got some uh really neat uh highly 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 qualified people that haven't struggled with addiction at all in their lives but god's called them to work in this way in equipping mm-hmm. the church in particular and then we've got people you know that were under the bridge and god has saved them and they're able to equip and teach us all as well you know so I don't know where else you get that, you know. <laughs> well, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> it's very true. Yeah, you know, Josh Killett's just blessed me. He did a video for us. We're going to release that here pretty soon. But he he just talked about the summit. And, you know, here you have a guy like him who's just been through so much and and has so much to offer. Mm-hmm. And then you've got a guy like, you know, a Jim Berg who's so learned and such a scholar and has a lot to offer in a different way. And you bring those two worlds together and man, that's, that's power packed in a discussion group where both guys are bringing their, their wisdom, their experience, their, their insight that God taught them over the years from his word and from life experiences. And it's just, it's, where do you get that? You really don't get it anywhere else. I I don't. So, Yeah. yeah. It's great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> great, great. And then oh, we yeah. had one little surprise, Pam. Do you remember a little surprise uh, honoring of Shirley Crowder? Do you remember yeah, that, Pam? I do. What did you think about that? I thought it was really good. And she definitely deserved it. <laughs> what did you think of it, Shirley? I think it's, y'all need to write it down. It's probably the only time in history I've ever been speechless. <laughs> <laughs> well, now, just, we know what, now we know what to do, right? right. <laughs> you ever need to shut her up, Tim? This is it. Yeah. Just give I, her to, honor. I really need to tell the story that I was, I I was so frustrated with Mark on trying to get the schedule down. He had this huge block of time, and it was supposed to be for the, the recognizing of those who had received their CABC, their commissioning through us. And I kept saying, Mark, we don't need that much time. We can't. Well, we're doing something different this time. Well, we don't need that much time. Well, we're doing. No, it's going to be different. I said, yeah, but we only have like seven or eight who are there. But next year when we have 20, we're going to need four hours. I mean, I just was. (laughs) Finally, he just said, this is what we're doing. I said, yes, sir. Believe it or not. (laughs) That's the miracle right there. That's the miracle. (laughs) So then it's, I was, I was planning to go in there, but he sends Kirby to come get me and say, Mark wants you in there now. And I get there and he just says, sit down. Well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and he's still saying something to me. And I hear somebody say my name and look up and there's the video. It just, it was. Um, it's hard yeah. to surprise Shirley. Hmm. Yeah. And uh, my daughter, Sarah, and my wife, Mary, you know, we had been racking our brains for weeks saying, how, how do we, what do we do to give Shirley, like to really show her appreciation? Because she got us, like you can see on my shelf here, I don't know if I can point to it. Yeah, right there. She gave us that last year at the summit. It surprised me. And, um, and so I was like, well, how do we repay her? How do we make it special, you know? and um, then it hit Mary. Mary's like, I know. Remember that thing? And and she says, let's 
fix it up and do it and, and, you know, put it together. And so she and Sarah's very crafty. They just did it. And, uh, and Mary's good mechanically, like she figures yeah. things out. So her mechanical mind and Sarah's craft mind put this thing together. And then I said, let's get lights that are purple because that's Shirley's favorite color. That was my contribution, you know, the purple lights. And then they got lights that like do different things or whatever. They so it's cool. <laughs> it's a really neat thing. Like I hope that if, if you ever, if you die before me, that you'll leave it in your will for me to get. Cause I, I want one. I was almost like, maybe we don't need to give this to Shirley. Let's do something else. But it's really cool. So it is. I'll need to do, I'll do a little video and put it on my Facebook page. Yeah. So I can see it. It's well, really, and, it's very thoughtful. Well, and, and it's unique. You're unique. You really do a lot that people don't know. And you've helped me a lot. I mean, Mary had a big, long thing, a big speech, like three pages worth of a speech. She's like, I want you to say this to Shirley. I won't be able to say it, but I want you to say it. And I was like, I'm not saying all this. You know, we're not we're not doing all this. We ain't got enough time. And then I'll lose it, too. You know, I'll get teary eyed crying and I can't stop. So I'm like, we're not doing that, but we'll do some of it. And then um, the uh, the the really uh, neat part I thought was the video part where people were thanking you and all that. And we're still trying to tweak that. So I'll get that to you soon. But where um, Mary did a real long video and she's like, I she want Shirley that. to see my long version. But Mark she Edward, my son, only put a little clip of it in there, thankfully, because she went off for a long time. But Mary there's no way to really tell Shirley thanks in just a few words because she does so much and has done so much to help me over the years. I just, you know, like words fall short when you're really trying to to appreciate somebody. But anyway, that's, you know. Well, it was, you know, it's an honor for me to get to minister alongside everyone. And I, I say this often. Um, Dr. Eirich is is on the video, but he also was there, and Mark asked him to say a few things. But, you know, one of, one of the things that I appreciate so much about Mark <laughs> and Tim, <laughs> Bill Hines, Howard Eirich, um, you know, Jim Berg, the different men that are involved in the ministry are that, um, and I said this, Pam, I think in the, workshop I did that that they don't look at women and say and say okay tell me what you're gifted at doing okay here's the only things only things you can do what they do is say let's develop that hey have you thought about doing this let's do that all within the biblical context Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's so encouraging because I know there are many, many, many women that do not get that type of encouragement. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I appreciate that. Very thankful for that. Yeah. Well, and that's that's great to hear because I, I think women, it, it's, it's very difficult for women in ministry, just mm-hmm. um, very difficult. And I worked at Vision of Hope where, it was all women, and I saw these gifted, godly women, and I just thought, man, we've got to be able to utilize our gifts in the body of Christ in a biblical way and, you know, and all that. 
But I mean, we, we've got to do that. And I feel that way about the addicted as well. It's like right. we've got people who used to be addicted to drugs who can come into the body and really mm-hmm. serve and glorify God in right. ma- amazing ways. And we've got to figure out a way to do that. And, and right. that's really what the theme of the summit was about this year. And so um, the, the uniqueness of the ways that that someone who has struggled with addiction. Yeah. Regardless of whether it's just a, a very a slight struggle or very deep years of struggle, is is their their just their perspective once God comes in and mm-hmm. just transform them. Their 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 perspective is something we need to hear, particularly those I think who who may have been raised in the church and and not as familiar with some of the the lifestyle, not that they're perfect, no one is, but, um, you know, they, they're not that used to it. And they, so when they see, we have this discussion at supper, several of us, one night, um, I was at um, a restaurant here in Birmingham, where I live, and um, before the summit, and I was listening to this conversation at a table next to me, I'm an eavesdropper. So if you're ever sitting near me at the table, don't say something you don't want me to hear because I'm going to listen. But it was um, two men who were one identified himself as himself, herself. I don't know the terminology, but as non-binary and the other one is, is part of the LGBTQ community. Um, and they were talking about the church, mm. which I found very interesting. Mm. And they um, they talked about meeting someone who they knew was a leader in the church and said the person didn't want to shake hands with them. Mm. And the person was like, you need to get your life straight with Jesus and walked off. Mm. If we don't interact with and talk in Christ-like ways, I don't mean, you know, don't talk talk about the truth. I don't mean don't tell them what God's Word says. But we've got to do it in a way that they'll hear us. Because if we're mean-spirited to them, how will they ever hear the Word? Yeah. And, and. It's not just that community, but it's also oftentimes with those involved in addiction. Mm -hmm. Because the connotation we assign to it, we don't want that. You know, we, oh, I don't want to touch some, a prostitute. It might rub off on me. Well, how ridiculous is that? But if if we don't show them the love of Christ, and that's what having, Addicts and and sinners in our church can do is we can show the love of Christ to each other. We can start conversations with people who are living in sin, horrible, sinful ways, and show them the love of Christ and share the gospel 
and watch the Holy Spirit transform. Right. Amen. Yeah, that, that was a little bit of a rabbit trail, but oh my goodness. <laughs> I, I know that, you know, that with the summit theme being the local church um, this year, that I, I've said this a lot. Y'all probably heard me say it before, but, you know, when the guys in the residential program with me, you know, I, I would desire, you know, if somebody said, well, tell me the highlight of your six oh, months with Tim, you know, I would, I would want them to say, oh man, he's, he's the best discipler. He, he's, <laughs> he's the best counselor that I've ever had. Nobody ever said that, but you know, over and over and over again, what was said was, I can't believe the love that came through the church towards me. Uh, I, mm -hmm. I never knew that you could go and watch a football game without getting hammered, you know, and eat mm -hmm. chili and enjoy a game or, or that a family after dinner would pull a board game out and they would let somebody like me, mm -hmm. I never have experienced, you know, so it wasn't anything I was doing in the ministry house. It was so <laughs> profound, but it was the, the body of Christ doing what the body of Christ should right. do, you know? And, right. um, Cause that's where they, you know, we get people in these residential programs for, you know, a year, six months, whatever they happen to be, but they, that's limited. They spend the rest of their life in the church. Yes. So that's, that's where it, it, it needs to be the, the center. And, and that's what I love about all of the programs that, that at least, you know, the ones I'm familiar with that are networked through the addiction connection is that they all have a, a, a link to a local church. They're not out there on their own floundering around. Right. You know? right connected to a church this is changing the subject but i thought that the bushy's testimony was really good yeah. and sort of speaking along those same lines and um what they've gone through and what god's done with them uh, Lori was in my small group and she was really a blessing and um mm. yeah they, they were really a blessing yeah you know i'm glad you didn't let us forget that because they told their story and it's so heart wrenching and they hadn't seen that video. I think they said in about five years yeah. of Danny, um, you know, and he, I mean, they see the end, the final moments of his life. Mm -hmm. And as a parent like that, that's just so, so difficult to think about. And yet God's given them this incredible testimony and opportunity to share it, to give hope to other people. And, you know, even people today now think, you know, well, God, allow something like that. He's not good. He's wicked. He's, you know, and, and it's just not true. I mean, he's a God of the yeah. universe. He's good. And mm -hmm. he's given them a blessing in their testimony and people have come yeah. to Christ through that. And it's not a good thing that happened, but it's a, a, a great opportunity to share the love of Christ through tragedy. And, you know, so yes. yeah, that, that's really good, Pam. I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah. And, you know, the final thing from my perspective, too, we had Steve Ham do a plenary session. It was his church that hosted, so Pastor mm -hmm. Steve. But here's another thing that kind of went unnoticed. Really, our attendance numbers were up because he invited and I invited his church to come mm -hmm. free of charge. Hey, just come and be a part of it and see what's going on because their church was hosting it. And, uh, and they had a lot of people that came. And some of them stayed throughout the whole thing and were a part of the the summit, even though they felt like they, 
you know, I'm not sure I'm supposed to be here or whatever, but a lot of them participated. And so he participated as the host pastor and his church family participated mm -hmm. as the host church for our event. I love that. So we really had a pretty, pretty well attended event with yes. moving the date, moving the location, all mm -hmm. that kind of thing. I mean, we had probably close to record attendance when you count mm -hmm. those folks that came too. So what a blessing. Yes. Yes. And they, they served us so well, um, just with everything that we needed. And um, so it was a blessing. We're looking forward to it uh, for next year. And uh, yes, that's always a blessing for the, us to do, recognize those who've been commissioned and those who were part of those disciple making teams. And if there's anyone who's listening, who's or watching, who's not really sure what all that's about, go to our website, um, the TAC website, and look it up. Ask us questions. Um, it, wow. it, like everything else about the ministry, is, is about relationships with God, first of all, and with each other, and developing and, and coming alongside others um, in a real disciple-making way. Mm-hmm. Another yeah, one of many favorite parts of the yeah. summer. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's so many good moments, but that when people are coming up and they're receiving their certificate, some have already, we've already mailed it to them, but um, we gave them a pin this year. And, and then it's neat because you have the disciple makers mm -hmm. like you guys, mm -hmm. Tim and Pam and Shirley and, and me, uh, the, get to enjoy that process of walking people through it. it. That is that is a highlight of the summit. I really love that part. It's just very organic. It's not rehearsed. People come up. They say a few comments. We pray. That that's what I like. Like we don't need to rehearse and make it all pristine and proper. And you know, I I love pristine and proper in certain times. But I like just raw, organic, real. Let's get up there and love each other. And that's what Pam said. Like you come away feeling, wow, these people know me and love me and I've shared and I've listened, I've prayed and I've been able to uh, be a part of people's lives and the people that come from all over the, the country. And in this case, this year, all over the world with Canada, Mexico, and who right. knows what other countries we have other countries represented, Egypt, Australia. Um, Australia, Australia. I did that guy's commissioning a few years ago. Yeah. yeah. He's really pushing for me to come to Australia and I'm, I'm pushing back hard <laughs> not to go to Australia. I mean, I'd like, I'd like to go, don't get me wrong. I used to travel a whole lot, but it's just, uh, I don't know. There's things, things going on right now that are hard, but anyway, well, I want to thank you guys for being on here and give you a chance to add any final quick words, quick words. We're wrapping up here, you know, yeah. Tim, anything you want to say here in the end that you I might not have had a chance uh, to? Yeah, I would just say, you know, for those watching that, um, you know, it, it's you would really be blessed if you would attend next year in August. I think Mark said, what, the first through the? Third. First through the third. third. Yep. Yeah. My birthday's on the 11th, so you can bring uh, an early <laughs> gift if you desire. I would <laughs> accept that. But no, um, you know, just um, I think you would be greatly encouraged uh, 
you know, to, to come. And, and like I said, that I, uh, I know that, um, my son came a couple of years ago and, and, uh, he was really blessed with it. So, you know, bring the whole family, Daphne brought her whole family this year. Right. And, you know, there's a lot to do up there. There's good food. There's the ark and the, the creation museum. You can make a week of it and then have the summit at the end of the week to, mm -hmm. to wind it down. <laughs> hey, you're good. We got to get you on the promotion yeah, video next yeah. year. That was good. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Pam, what would you add? Anything? I would just say just what Tim said to encourage people that are watching this to come next year and mm -hmm. so that you, you become part of our family. And um mm -hmm. the things we talked about tonight, to experience those yourselves because you don't get it by live stream or just watching. You need to be there and feel the love. And I I really liked the church. I liked the people there. I just felt welcome, felt loved. And um, I thought it was excellent. And um, so I would encourage um, anybody that's watching to come, put on your calendar and come next year and experience yeah. it. <clears throat> that's so good. I mean, yeah. be part of the family. That's... Mm -hmm. That's what, you know, my son is a producer, Mark Jr., with Discord. He's like, this is a way to to bring family to it. And, mm -hmm. and I thought, okay, I'll, I'm going to try. But uh, if you want to talk to us or access us, Discord is the way to do it quickly. Um, and it's kind of replaced email and phone calls and all that. For the younger generation, I'm still gray-haired and learning, but apparently they do that. So, I, you know, I'm I'm learning. But Pam's right. You 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 can't you just can't live stream it and get this. That's why we don't live stream it because yeah. it's not really that kind of event. It's a family. Right. It's a family reunion, really. Every right. year now in August, August first. The next year the dates are set July thirty first, the day before August first. July thirty first, August first, August second in, in twenty twenty five. But 2024 is August 1st, 2nd, and 3rd. Our theme is the joy of transformation. Can't wait. Brad will kick it off, Brad Bigney, and uh, we'll have other things going too. But uh, yeah, you need to join us. And then Shirley, final words, and then we'll wrap it up. Um, I would just say prayerfully consider uh, being a part in person. Um, you. Um, I'll read you from one sentence from an email, a couple of sentences. I know it sounds a little trite and canned, but I am very serious. My entire ministry will be different wow. because of my experiences and the things that I learned at the summit. Wow. Wow. Yeah. And by the way, that's all because of God. It's nothing that Mark or Tim or Pam or me or anyone else did. That's the work of God. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Amen. Yeah. Well, thank you guys. Thank, thank you, Shirley. You. That was a great way to end it. And we will wrap this podcast up. Uh, you, there's more information. If you want to be involved in our ministry, again, Discord is the way to go, apparently, <laughs> on that. Plug it, 
Mark Edwards needs to do us a training video because I'm not really sure what to do when I get there. I know it's kind of hard for for those Old of us people. Who are a little older <laughs> than my son, but uh, you know I've had young people say, "Oh, that's awesome! You guys have Discord." I'm like, "Yeah, isn't it awesome?" And then I'm like, "I don't really know what's awesome about it, but I think it's awesome." So we're learning. You know, he may edit all of this out. I don't know. But he answers those <laughs> Discord, and, and I get on there and try to chat with people. But our, our friend from Mexico, he jumped on, and that's kind of how he got to the summit. So, mm-hmm. you know, we really want it to be an everyday network. That's really what Discord is. It's every day so that you can experience some of the summit warmth and family and connectivity every single day if you want it. So that's what Discord is supposed to be. And he checks it. He's on it. I'm on it. A lot of people are on it as administrators and that kind of thing. And so eventually it'll be something that's much more lively and and uh, and uh, organic. But that's the idea is that, you know, we don't want just a one-time event. Mm-hmm. I mean, we love the summit, but we really want to do more, more connectivity, more networking. We're going to have trainings. I'm doing one in New Jersey. Dan Gavin will want me to mention that. In uh, November, I think it's the 17th, right around there. I'll be up in New Jersey. We're going to do it, but we're going to do other events, a women's uh, event, uh, more training events. We're going to do maybe a retreat event. Um, We'll see. And we want to do more of that kind of thing. So as the the ministry grows, we'll be able to do that around the country and involve more people. But the message has got to get out. Because this is that that's what's been laid on my heart recently is we've got to get this message out. So um, I'm I'm fired up about it and uh, grateful to you guys for how you lead with me and how we are um, directing and stewarding this this ministry God's uh, given us to, to lead. So thank you, guys. Thank you, Tim. Thank you, Pam. Thank you, Shirley. And to thank everybody you. watching, take care and God bless. Thank you. Good night. Good night.